Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Munkin'. The podcast that we are, you know, some podcasts are 10% luck, 20% skill, 15, yada, yada, yada. We're 0% funk and 100% munkin. Uh, I'm on your co-host, Jake Christie, joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Jake, I'm doing great. Feeling good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I think it's kind of funny that we ended uh, last podcast making a joke about how, uh, you know, the election was the next day. Uh, and now we're recording the Ooh. next one. And the election's still not over. Although it is over, they just can't. The networks just aren't going to call Pennsylvania for Biden because they don't want to look impartial by uh, calling a state that he's not leading. But there's like no mathematical way Trump can win it. Anyway, um, you're going to hear this tomorrow morning, so that's going to bear out to be true. And if it doesn't, boy oh boy, did I fuck myself over. Anyway. Yeah, um, you are so bad. Nuts. I swear. I'm right, though. Um, uh, so, anyway, we're not here to talk about that because uh, I've been talking about that in the group chats all day. Um, we're here to talk about Mr. Monk gets cabin fever. First of all, uh, how did, did you like this episode? Uh, yeah, at first, the first half was like, oh, God, there's a mm-hmm. lot of monkisms, let's just say, mm-hmm. scenes that go on too long. Uh, but after that, it recovers pretty nicely, and it ends up being kind of like doubly fulfilling because there's two murders that are happening um, yeah, they're like that's what I was gonna say. I think the second half is really good when it dovetails and everything like that. Yes. Um, now the summary, uh, the summary that here's what happened is oh, a really yeah, fun. That's scene. Just, that's Very a, Ocean's Eleven or something. Yeah, Chef's Kiss. Um, now, yeah, the way it's like edited, you're right. That is very Ocean's. Um, now, uh, quick question: Have you ever gotten cabin fever? Um, no, because I've never really stayed at a cabin for longer than like two or three days, and Same. when I did, I was like a kid. So Same. I and I was with my family, so it mm-hmm. didn't matter to me. Now, have you ever seen Cabin Fever? The movie? Uh, yes. I saw the, the original one. I heard they remade it, which seems I don't know. really stupid. I can't but... watch that because even though I'm getting more into horror movies, the thing I still can't do is body horror. Anything? Oh, uh, with... it's pretty gross. It's pretty. I gross. know anything with like skin and d- disease, and I can't do it. Anyway, yeah, that's just a little something about me. Uh, but let's start off. We're uh, we're talking the Cabin Fever, Monk. And uh, Natalie are pulling up in the car, and uh, so LA by the way, fucking Amoeba Records is in the background. Yeah. Oh, what is it? What's in the background? Amoeba Records. It's like a uh, famous like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn, that is. And a uh, Jack and a Jack in the Box, but the the. Logo I mean, I feel like Jack in the Box might be in San Francisco. That's not uh, exclusive to Los Angeles. Okay, maybe I didn't see one when I was out there. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. So they're picking up Julie from her dance studio. Um. And uh, Monk immediately, he's he's not doing well because he's he's a little out of sorts. Yes, he's uh he's freaking out specifically because well I I from what I understood it was just because of the antenna in front mm-hmm. of the in front of them. Yes. Yeah, it was like a bent antenna, so they start like arguing about that, mm-hmm. and Natalie says, "Well, maybe he likes it that way. Maybe he likes a bent antenna," which I don't think anyone really yeah. wants. He a bent says antenna. that nobody likes things bent, and I think that that's true except for Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty. Uh, he likes bent, but other than that, um, is that like a Matchbox? It is song? a Matchbox Twenty song, guys. This is what you get when you listen to this podcast. Because uh, I know Matchbox Twenty, like I like a lot of their songs, but I, for whatever reason, that that one escapes me. Yeah, uh, it's this is not a thing to be proud of these days, but they are they're they're flow grown. They're from Florida. Um, anyway. Oh God! Don't don't do hey, not. It's gonna end okay. <laughs> In uh, spite of you. I know. Um, and uh, so yeah, basically, he Natalie's saying that he has bad karma. 
Um, and Julie's taking a little long, so she's going to go inside. She's like, I'll be right back. And, of course, rather than just sitting in the car, he can't help himself. He has to fix the antenna. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, do, how does that go for him? How does <laughs> fixing the antenna go for him? Well, it seems to be going okay at first, but uh, he's, he's party uh, to something happening across the alleyway. Uh, it appears one Asian man is, hold, is arguing with another one and shoots the other one. And uh, turns around, sees that monk's looking at him, and they stare at each other for a good good amount of time before mm-hmm. he like points at him, rather menacingly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, monk's monk's witness to a crime, and the cops you hear the sirens come, mm-hmm. and so he, he has no chance to to take out monk there. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I don't really just a quick nitpick with this bit that later Natalie makes it seem like monk wouldn't have noticed the crime if he didn't get out to fix the antenna but he still would have heard gunshots and probably would have looked to see what was happening like yeah, it's absolutely. Not, <laughs> it's not like he had to like walk across the street or something like that um and uh then we go to theme song and we just cut right to they're driving in a van um because monk is like he's gonna testify against this guy what is it tommy um whims tommy win tommy win tommy win uh yeah. tommy win not really, related to Steve Wynn. Not related to Steve Wynn. Or I actually went to high school with two girls named Wynn who uh, were not related. Anyway, um, not, I assume he's not related to them since he's a fictional character. Um, so they stop off for some gas. And, uh, you know, our old friend, uh, Agent Grooms, who's now apparently... Right, okay, he was on... He, yeah, he was... What was he before? Mr. Monk the sleeping suspect. He was ATF, now he's FBI. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, they could... He could have switched jobs, but that also just feels like, I don't know, that they realized they cast a really good, annoying federal agent. It's like, why don't we just run it back? Yeah. So how does that affect, like, his, uh, his like, how he gets paid? Like, if someone's a return character? Um, I don't know. I think that... Um, I know that whoever wrote Mr. Monk and the Sleeping Suspect gets some money because if a character ever returns, you get a little money, a little squizzy scratch for um, forever, uh, whatever. Um, a character shows up again. I don't know why it took so long to say. Uh, okay. So they want Monk to stay in the car because he's in witness protection, basically. And um, he doesn't want to. Uh, so him and Natalie get out to stretch their legs. And Monk admits that he's afraid of places, which, you know. Yeah. Is, yeah, is and, the tr- uh, most truthful thing he said. Yeah, they they go well. The impetus for them wanting to go inside the little general store is because he's thirsty or something, and mm-hmm. Natalie offers him water, but of course it's not Sierra Springs, so they got to go inside and uh, and get his Sierra Springs, God willing. Exactly. Thankfully, this episode does not have that much stuff about him being thirsty, because although I enjoyed it the first time, uh, that'd be a weird plot line to run back. If there are two different episodes of Bunk, that main plot details were that he was thirsty. The other one was in Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so his b- before they go in, Stahmeyer, uh pulls Bunk aside and reminds him his name is Frank Conway. Um, which you Isn't know that the Irishman is that is that the okay? Gotta check that. Um, it very well <laughs> might be the Irishman. Um. Which, you know... Uh, or am I confusing Jimmy Conway from fucking Goodfellas? D- you might be. Uh, okay, so the Irishman is Frank Sheehan, or Sheeran, okay. excuse me. 
and then uh-huh. Goodfellas, it is yay, right? So you're, you're combining the two Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese gangster film characters. Okay. Um, which isn't right. the worst thing in the world. Um, and so they go inside, and um, Monk tells this couple in the store, well, they, he tells the person uh, at the counter that he's a hunter, and he's, and he's there to hunt. Uh, yeah, and the, the wife says that, you know, he's three months away from hunting season, and Monk says he wants to get a good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't. Oh, he first he wants to go to Mardi Gras a couple months early. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's never on time though. Sad. Um, yeah, and uh, this woman's husband points out that Frank Conway's business is none of her business. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you immediately don't like this character, this woman, because yeah, you know, the woman character. She's she, yeah, the guy. Like, damn, this is this seems like a nice guy. Why is she with? He's with this uh, person. Um. And apparently this uh, Martin character, the guy, hates country music, which just feels really, really off for everything else about the character, which, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'd have to see the Venn diagram of people that like to fish and people that listen to country music. I guess he had a little bit of an accent, too. um, Yeah, he did, he did. Which also makes you wonder, where is this in California? Because the places in California where people who hunt and fish are not places that they would have southern accents, I imagine, right? Uh, no, no, not at all. Um, I mean, I think the closest you can get is, like, the interior of California. Like, I don't know, Fresno or, I don't know, one of those weird-ass counties that no one cares about. Damn, Fresno County called out. Of all, I mean, there are so many counties yeah. in California no one cares about. Like, if you went to, like, like Yolo County, County. No, you're, you're, not, you're still naming counties that are, you know, like, there's all those counties up top that no one lives in. Um, Wait, Yolo County is a thing in California? Yeah, there's Yolo County. There's, how do I know more counties in California than you? Uh, there's Stanislaw County. There's uh, Butte I know that. County. Butte County okay. no one cares about. Um, anyway. Uh, so. Wow, Yolo County. That's got to be the most annoying thing when that song came out. Yeah. Um, and uh, this Martin guy, he's got a new uh, He's got a new lore. He got two, two of them. One to fish with and one to put in his lucky hat. And Monk is fiddling around with some fishing rods. And this doesn't really come with anything. Like, no one actually catches on to him, but there's a bit where Natalie yells Frank at him a million times, and he doesn't respond because he's the worst undercover person in the world. Yeah, he, he's not good at it. Um, he's Yeah, it's just a tough look for him. And No, speaking of tough looks for him. Uh, oh, I was teeing you up. Cause I, no, what man, happens no, next? You... Natalie has all the water. Well, she has all the oh! water in a paper bag, which is weird. Why would you get either cases of water? And Monk, he just doesn't open the door for her, which, like, you don't expect him to, but it's also like, come on, you're undercover. Right. Is The only thing is because he doesn't want to get germs on his hand? Yeah. He doesn't like to touch okay. doorknobs. I mean, I personally don't like to touch doorknobs. The thing is, I just will wipe or wash my hands afterwards um, or use my sleeve. But, yeah, um, definitely a bad look for him. Um, okay. Yeah, he's and, fucking useless. Yeah. Speaking of useless, is whoever picks this uh, house for the FBI to put witnesses in, been using it for 30 years. Um, and apparently right, that one, it's so that it's yeah. known as the FBI house. Exactly, and the one example the guy uses is a guy who was killed. And it's like, wasn't he killed? It's like, yeah, but uh, not at this house. Cool. Um, and anyway, Yeah, Grooms doesn't yeah. inspire a lot of confidence at all. No. Um, so there's cell, no cell phones. Uh, no, you can't use the phone except for, uh, FBI calls, all that, you know, you, you we, we all get it. 
Um, Apparently they're supposed to stay inside, but for whatever reason, there's like a scene right after this where they're like just outside yeah. watching the lake. That's weird. I don't because I also don't think they need to stay out inside. I think that it's I would rather them be able to watch the lake because like it's not like the only people who can see them by the lake are the neighbors, and the odds are the neighbors are not affiliated with the Chinese mafia. I could be wrong though. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty nice place from the outside. It's really mm-hmm. weird that like once you go inside, it's basically just a one bedroom. Yeah. Now that does seem like a nice place to go for a weekend and get like you know. Some R and R. No, not. I wasn't gonna say R and R. I was say just like a boys' weekend with too much alcohol, some debauchery. You know, um, not actually debauchery. When I say debauchery, I mean when I'm thinking of debauchery, what I mean is like drinking at 11 a.m. Um, anyway, man, you have so much to learn. I think is I think I do have so much to learn, but the question is if I'll ever learn it. And to be frank, I don't think I ever will because I don't know what life choices I'll make that would make me learn it. Well, if I ever go back to New York again, whenever this is all over, we are we're grabbing some, uh, we're doing some things. Okay. Um, so when you guys find uh, read the headline, uh, successful podcaster dies in uh, overdose of experimental drug in a dangerous strip club. Blame Andre. Um, we, no, actually, we might go to Oregon. That shit just got legalized. Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> it, it got decriminalized. Yeah, mushrooms got sorry. legalized yeah, anyway. Um, so, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, Monk wants to go home, he said. And then we get a question that this is, I think, I'd raise a conversation between you and I. Stalmeyer and Monk have to decide who gets the top bunk or the bottom bunk. Where, what are you in this? Uh, I'm strictly bottom bunk. Okay, so am I. So that means that whenever you do come to New York, we're not have, using bunk beds. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy, okay? So, like, all four of them have to stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, well, let's just lay it all out for them. It's uh, Natalie gets the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure where the hell the F grooms is staying. Like, he just said by the door. Does yeah, I think like, so. Like, standing up? Sitting, sitting no, up? No, I think there might be a, a – I think there's a like bedroom a by the door probably. Or, I honestly oh, don't okay. know. Okay. And then, yeah, Scott and Mark share in the bunk. Mm-hmm. Wow. That bunky monkey. Oh, wow. All – no – wait. Uh, some bunkin strictly monkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, I'm so yeah, bottom bunk too. Because the best one I say bottom bunk for me because I there's few things I trust myself to do more, to do less, excuse me, than if I'm groggy at night and have to go to the bathroom to climb backwards down a ladder. I do not trust myself to do that without falling. <laughs> yeah, especially if we're gonna be at a cabin because chances yeah. are we're probably getting fucking tanked. Oh, da- oh yeah. What, yeah, I mean, what else are we gonna do there? I know. I appreciate. It. I haven't heard someone say tanked in a while. <laughs> um. Nice. Anyway, uh, monks yeah, so outside. They, oh, go. Yeah, but well, they they have like a scene, and this is just like the beginning, mm-hmm. or I think this is the beginning. There might have been a scene before this, but it's another one of those where like, goddamn, it takes a long time to decide something. Um, but they actually kind of cut it off right in the middle, and we go straight to the outside. But there's mm-hmm. like another thing that happens right there mm-hmm. with the sweeping. Yes. So monk is sweeping outside, uh, even though it's outside, um, and right. you learn that this weekend isn't just any weekend. It's Leland Stalmeyer's birthday. Oh, so, right. Happy birthday to Leland Stalmeyer. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, he, we, he, he reflects a little bit in something that's kind of out of nowhere in the episode and doesn't really mean anything. Right. I thought it was going to go somewhere. Like, no. He was going to be like, but, you know, because he says that he thought at this point he'd be de- deputy commissioner. Um, and youngest he was detective. the youngest detective. Um, you know, and. Uh, now what well, he could just consider himself the guy who calls Monk. And you know what? That's sad, honestly. I feel bad for him. Right. 
but you know what this makes me think like how good would a young Stott show be like way better than young Sheldon yeah I mean that's a little bar but um yeah I would definitely watch young Stott um who would play who would play who would play a younger Ted Levine for you that's uh, fucking hard um that is really hard um I honestly don't know I had to think about it for a while uh (laughs) Just because I think the problem too is that like a lot of times with actors who are not actors who are not conventionally handsome usually don't become household names until later in life when they become like character actors, you know? Yeah. Like most of the actors who are like in their twenties or thirties, I can name, are all very handsome. Um, anyway, uh, you know, uh, Stomar asks how Natalie's working out, and he says it's great, so she's probably gonna quit, you know. Um, and then there's the right. scene that this is the scene I remember most from just whenever I think of this episode is he sweeps up all the dirt and he's gonna throw it out and Stomar stops him. Yeah, it's dirt outside. Like where are you gonna put it? You just literally throw it anywhere that's not in the path, and he can't seem to make a decision on where he wants to throw it. So Stod just says, "You just do it," and he proceeds to throw it in the garbage bin. You know, he, uh, you gotta do it, you gotta do it, Monk, but, like, come on. Um, anyway. Uh, you learn that Stahlmeier went up with them in, because, one, he doesn't trust the FBI. You know, fair. You know, yeah. any any history of the FBI, I don't trust him. And, two, because Randall Disher has a big date. And, th- you know, it's a big date because Stahlmeier acknowledges it's a big date, you know? Right, which which makes me like ask: Is this like a first date? Like, what, what makes no, it such I don't a think big so. date? I think it's just what a big, makes it I, such a big date. It's a big date. I actually I don't know, um, but uh, so we cut to the date, and he is on a date with a girl named Haley, who is played by the actress whose real birth name is Moon Bloodgood. Um, yep. Which you know, I just think about that a lot. Where uh, do I recognize her from? Wasn't she like in one of the Wolverine movies? I think she might have been. Uh, she's she was in like a you know couple sm- smattering of things. Um, it never really happened for her. Um, but uh, Moon Bloodgood is good looking. She, good looking girl. Yeah, um, Moon Disher only. Disher only. He's dropping dimes, man. He's crushing it. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I this ends up being like bullshit, yeah. but yeah. You know, he, there's he he dated that uh, wallet model. Right. Exactly. Crystal Smith or something. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're at this Chinese restaurant, which would give it away. Now, were you, were you suspicious the moment they cut to the Chinese restaurant? Or One thousand okay. percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. This show's not diverse enough to have two unrelated Chinese plot lines. No. And, like, the episode right after the episode we saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's an Asian kick. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, that... They get fortune cookies, and Randy's reads, a friendly hand will save you from a dirty death. Right. Which is not much funnier if you do the in-bed thing. You know the in-bed thing with fortune cookies? Where you add in-bed to the end of any of them, and it's funny? No, I've never heard that. Well, friendly hand will save you from a dirty death in bed. Um, like, Ooh. You know, like one of them, uh, the one of the best ones I've ever had was, it's not how you start, it's how you finish in bed. Um, mm. You know. Uh, Wait, but like, but, but, oh yeah, so like, <laughs> we missed the fucking joke that made me like want to die. Oh, go. Uh, uh, so yeah, like when you see like Randy like chatting her up at the dinner mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. Uh, she, he mentions something about her, 
She mentioned something about her grandfather. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that he used to, that he died a year ago and he used to take her there. And, like, uh, I, I, I think it's like something I wonder what he's thinking. And <laughs> Yeah, he and thinking? he says, I hope he's not thinking what I'm thinking. Just like, like Jesus yeah, Christ, just, man. Like, I, you know, it's... Horny, extremely horny online. Uh, it, it's, like, I... Whatever the equivalent, because obviously there's the horny police, but he's already the police. So whatever, like the horny internal affairs is, they need yeah, to get I was, out. I'm so glad you said that because I was gonna say exactly <laughs> the horny that. internal affairs, horny which, IA. Yeah, man, people are just. I mean, I'll be. I was side note during quarantine, man, on these internets, people are just. It's it's getting out of control. It, it yeah. is. Tr- it is truly getting out of control. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah, friendly hand, dirty death. Um. Also, by the way, one last fortune cookie thing. Great joke that never kills that I do every time uh, I get a fortune cookie is I open up the fortune cookie and I look confused and I read it slowly. Help, I'm trapped in a fortune cookie factory. Uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> Monk can't sleep because Stalmat is snoring and his foot keeps hanging down, which I feel bad. Anytime someone can't sleep in something because someone's snoring, I feel bad because I snore and I keep people up. Um, I mean, sure, it's... Yeah, it's hard. It's a tough thing, especially for whatever reason. It's amplified by the fact that you're stuck in a cabin. And there's literally no escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, but Monk, he's 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 got some ingenuity. How does he solve his problem? Yeah, he uh, he takes like the the waistband tie out of like a robe, I think, and uh, ties uh, what's it called? Ties Stott's foot to the foot post or the bed post. Which stops him from leaning over with his foot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not a bad idea if, you know, he had consent from Stalmar to do that. <gasps> Excuse me, and Stalmar wouldn't wake up. Right. Uh, anyway, we then cut to the neighbors, who we saw at the store earlier, uh, which is kind of strange, because you, really, you don't see them at all in between the store and now. So it's kind of like, oh, why are we with these people? So you know damn well one of them's getting murdered. Um, right. The husband's which in the back. Which you bath. saw. Yeah. Yeah. The husband's in the bath. Splish Splash, he's taking a bath. Um, uh, and, um, I don't know. I, I, want, I, I think about this scene a lot. So, can, do you mind going through it so I can be the one to comment? Okay. So, I guess we missed out on, like, a, a little detail in the previous meeting. Um, for whatever reason, they mentioned... They, they're, like, a very, like, a annoying, arguing, bickering couple. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, like, she, yeah, they hate each other. And she divulges, like, about the fact that he doesn't let her listen to country music indoors. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. she's playing at the store or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Sure. Um, and so, like, they're, like, kind of talking about it. And she starts talking about his, like, life insurance and what she's mm-hmm. going to do with the money when that happens. Mm-hmm. And then she plugs in the radio and starts uh, listening to some country music. And he starts protesting and saying, like, yeah, oh, turn this shit off. Well, not really that, but yeah. turn this off. And um, and she's like, yeah, sure, I'll turn it off right in the tub, and bam, mm-hmm. zap, he's fucking yeah. electrocuted, and he's dead. I think what the lesson here is that if your wife is openly talking about what she's going to do with your life insurance money while she is holding an electronic device and you're in a tub, you got to get out of the tub. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta get one, out. that's one, and two, get a fucking cabin that has a bathroom with a door on it. Mm, Thank that's you. true. I didn't even think about that. It's uh, just right there. It's right there in the fucking room. I don't. I don't know about you, but I think I, 
they probably are impossible to maintain and would get like mold underneath. But those tubs that are like freestanding like that are pretty cool. I would love to have one. Um, anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so, um, uh, basically, Monk hears the uh, the him screaming because you know it's not a it's not an immediate death to get electrocuted, uh, and he says, "Captain, you hear that?" And Sarmire wakes up and fucking <laughs> takes a nosedive. Mm-hmm. It really is a wonder he doesn't have a broken nose. And then we cut back, and wouldn't you know it, uh, Randall and Haley are eating Chinese food again. Um, Wait, like, man, like, switch it up. Get some fucking Italian food or something. I think, th- on the one hand, that's true, but on the other hand, do you know where they eat Chinese food every day? China. Uh, in China? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but we don't But we don't yeah. think that way. I mean, I'm I not know, saying I'm that kidding. that's wrong. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm okay, kidding. okay, 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 okay. I'm busting balls. I don't know why I went there. Um, and he reads his second fortune. And did you write down what this one said? Um, ooh, uh, okay. I think I did. It's, uh, oh, uh, an uncle of yours is, or you will get, un- you'll, you'll ex- receive unexpected money from your uncle. Right. And, and of course this like, can't, yeah, can't come true. Yeah. I can't come true because he apparently has two aunts and no uncles mm-hmm. and she's kind of like bummed like, oh my God, that's. Mm. You know, um, that's a shame. I guess this fortune cookie. Um, wait, did we mention the fact that Randy almost got fucking run over? No, I skipped it. I'm sorry, guys. This is a okay. Big, yeah. Is a... yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, after so the pre- first fortune cookie with the because I was go- doing my bits about fortune cookies. This, you know, this Bitch. is a big oversight. This is honestly, I think that this is the problem with that is that I let some funk and creep in and I stopped monking. Um, wow, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. And me too, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So after the 30 death fortune cookie, he's they're walking outside and uh, he almost gets hit by a garbage truck and Haley uh, pulls him back and he has the realization, friendly hand, dirty death. So uh, and not in bed. And not in bed, no. Uh, and so that came true. And so he now is apparently going to get money from his uncle. But before that happens. Haley, I think, kind of, like, blows... I don't know why she does this. Asks about things on his fridge. Is that Adrian Monk? Like, kind of, like, her showing interest in it, doesn't that kind of blow the operation? I mean, you would think, but, you know, when Randy is... When Randy's feeling Randy, let's just say, uh, things tend to go under the rug a little bit. Get swept under the rug. Yeah, true. But before, you know, they can have a full conversation about Monk, there's a knock on the door. And uh, it is a what is it a de- uh, what is it a certified letter I think it's called right we have to sign for it yes yes and it's from the IRS oh no he's being audited or is he no actually he's got a check from his uncle he didn't think about good old Uncle Sam you know that I think that you know I appreciate the effort that these people put into this doing con. research. Cause not, not, right? not well, no. What do you mean? They didn't do research. They they delivered. They made the whole thing up. Um, well, they would have, but they would have to have known that he didn't have any fucking aunt, uncles. Oh, that's actually no. I don't think they would have to. Um, but maybe I don't know. But my no, my, they my, would because 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 then the check would be from Uncle Sam. Like then, like you know. Yeah, but even if he did have an uncle, you could still okay, say it's maybe. from Uncle Sam. But more importantly, I think the better thing is that it's not like it's it, the things aren't straightforward. Like, that one specifically, it's like, it's not a one-to-one thing. It's like, it sounds kind of like a fortune in the same way that riddles. It's like, oh, Uncle Sam, not my actual uncle. Anyway. Um, yeah, fine. So yeah. We cut back to the cabin, 
and the neighbor is buying lots of ice, and um, she's not having a party, just ice, and um, yeah, so Monk now suspects that uh, the husband was murdered, and just to see, Stahmeyer gives the house a call, which it is, I don't know how he has the number, but he gives the house a call. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Ring, 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 ring. She picks up. Who's calling? Uh, Stotts. He says his name is... Oh, no. It's just like an old pal of his. It's an old pal of his that that wants to, like, you know, just talk to him. I forgot what the relationship was exactly. It was a high school reunion. Oh, a high school reunion. And he wanted... She obviously wanted to talk to... What was his name again? uh, Not Frank Conway. Uh, Mr. Willowsby. It was... uh, His first name is Martin. Oh, yeah, Martin Willowsby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he wants to talk to him, and she's like, oh, well, he's out fishing on the lake. Obviously not true. Um, and, and yeah, and she basically, like, they the conversation ends there. So that's when Stotts, like, I know that she's, that, like, that's confirmation that mm-hmm. she's lying about something. So yeah. that's what starts to, like, push him over to Monk's side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we then cut to them basically trying to tell grooms what happened, like, and oh, we have to go over there, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, no, this is you don't know anything. You, you're being ridiculous. Uh, he, he just sucks, and, you know. And yeah, and Stott slips up and fucking mentions the fact that he called that mm-hmm. he called over to the house. So he like takes the phone and confiscates it, mm-hmm. and basically tells them they're all going crazy. They all have cabin fever or whatever, mm-hmm. and that he's just gonna take the phone. He's gonna wash up, and everyone's gonna go to bed. So, he's in the bathroom now. Yes. Uh, yes, because he goes in the bathroom and then Stahmeyer locks him in the bathroom with the handcuffs. Because he gets a little him. rebellious. Yeah, he handcuffs the doorknob with like a pole, and uh, they hop in the car because they gotta confront her. Um, and as this is happening, the wife is putting the dead body out on the lake, uh, already dead, because clearly she's gonna try to make it look like he was struck by lightning. Not a bad plan. Why would, why would that be? Why would that be? Oh, of course, because... Uh, what do you mean? Is it because of the insurance? Yes. Because if it's an act of God, you get twice as much in insurance, which I don't know why that I, is, but, you know. I, I, I mean, is that a thing? I, I didn't I know. imagine it has I to be. I don't think they would have just made that up, but... Um, hmm. And uh, so they're, you know, driving around, and... Uh, Natalie downtown. On this... Yeah, making their way downtown. I oh, know. Um, that <laughs> Natalie points out something that we've mentioned... That every time Monk turns around, someone's getting murdered. Yeah. And she says that he's the Prince of Darkness. Do you agree? Um, no. I just... The, the problem here, Natalie, is that Monk is a TV show. Therefore, mm-hmm. all these things have to happen. Otherwise, you know... I mean, in real life, I probably would feel the same way as her. Mm-hmm. Knowing who he is, would I tell him that? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, unfortunately, they don't get to have this conversation for long. Because even though the house is just across the lake, uh, it takes them forever to get there. And they actually end up getting stuck in the mud. Um, Literally. Yes, sorry. I didn't mean that metaphorically. Um, And as they're there, uh, they're trying to get something to pry them out. And they find that Natalie got Stahmeyer birthday cake. Which, you know, good gesture for Natalie. You know, new. uh, But new is his birthday. You know, she's ingratiating herself in with the team. Yeah, I respect it. Mm-hmm. She's still a little rough. She's still a little rough around the edges with Monk, but mm-hmm. you know, she's got a good heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Stomar says this is the most depressing birthday he's ever had. And then Monk says, uh, I've had worse. Um, Which, true. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had worse. Uh, maybe. When I was I've, fu- I've, I've had one. What, what, what? If you don't want to tell, don't. But No, I'll tell you. It was okay. 2018. It's very simple. Um, that's the day I had to go to the hospital to get my appendix removed. Oh, dear. Yeah, mine's not that bad. When I was five, and this wasn't that bad for me because I don't remember it that much. When I was five, my twin brother and I took both of our kindergarten classes uh, to a movie theater that was showing Ice Age. And the problem was that this was like three months after Ice Age came out. And so when they put the film into the projector... The original? Yeah. Yeah. When they put the film into the projector, it burned up. So... But the problem is there's only like five parents there because most people just drop their kids off. And so it was 45-year-olds and six-year-olds in a basically empty movie theater with nothing to do for two and a half hours. Uh, And yeah, my mom definitely has said some horror stories about that because that is a nightmare. (laughs) Anyway. I'm I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Stummer makes a wish and it is that his dad can't tell a lie for 24 hours. Oh, wait, sorry, that's Monk movie. Um, That he makes a wish and it's something about Monk. Um, Anyway. And it's like a very threatening wish. We go back to our friend Disher. And what's he eating? Ah, he's having some, uh, wait, would you guess? It's Chinese food. Man! Yeah. hmm At least, I hope he's at least getting, like, different types of stuff. Like, cause there's enough variety, I feel like, at a Chinese food place where you could get, you know, you get some, like, pork fried rice one time, some, like, chicken lo mein one time, and I guess, like, I don't know. Beef ses- chow fun. Beef chow fun, yeah, or, like, sesame shrimp or something like that. I don't know. Um, how, was, uh, how was the Chinese food by you? Uh... I only I've had it a couple times. It's very good. New York Chinese food is definitely better than Epic. Florida, uh, but I've never had uh, you know Los Angeles. I've never had West Coast Chinese food, which I imagine is better given the proximity. Dude, I just like I still can't believe the fact that you're like such a um, like pop culture freak and like per, like busybody know it all, mm-hmm. and you've never been to fucking like anywhere outside of Florida or New York. I know. I've never left the Eastern Time Zone actually. What the fuck, man? My family just honestly just didn't go on vacations. Period. Like that's just the thing. We we just didn't. That's go on crazy. We never. We have no family. All my family is either in New York or Florida because both my parents are from the same hometown. Um, and so the people who were in Florida are people who moved afterwards. But and then like my extended family is in is in around the same area of New York or Connecticut. <laughs> just there's just no. Uh... Why haven't you taken a vacation? How much money do you think I make? Well, you have, to keep mind. you have to keep in mind, I have, I graduated college in May of 2018, so I've really only had a little over two years where I could have taken a vacation by myself, because I was not working in college, and I did do not, you have... not get. Do you not get, like, tax return money? I do, but what I was going to say is, for most of those two years, I was working, not, I was working intermittently, and this is the first, right now, I'm in the middle of the first time I've been employed consistently for seven consecutive months. Um, well, now I'm at over a year, but so for most of the time since I graduated college, especially the first year and a half, I was barely employed, and so I definitely, I, I straight up just not have the money to take vacation at all. I barely had the money to pay my expenses. Um, all right, everybody, yeah. we're starting the GoFundMe. Let's get Jake a fucking vacation. I know. Vacation. I would love Mr. To take, Monk takes a vacation. I would love Jake to take a vacation. vacation. Um, okay, how about this, guys? Share the show with people, and then I can make a Patreon, and then I can take a vacation. Anywho. Um, so, uh, Randy, he's eating his third cookie. 
He reads the fortune. What does it say? Uh, this one says that your old friend is in danger or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yes. Is that yep. correct? Yeah, yeah. Which, like, these fortunes are getting more and more specific. Like, Randy, come on, bro. You're a cop. Mm-hmm. You need to figure that, that this is clearly telegraphed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he tries to give a call to the cabin because he's like, oh, no, it's Monk. Sure enough, it's non-service. He runs out. He get, drives away. <clears throat> and then Haley goes up to a, uh, a nondescript member of the Chinese mafia and says, it worked. Yep. And they're on their way. They're following mm-hmm. Disher. And so Monk, he literally is in trouble. Correct. Mm-hmm. So speaking of being in trouble, uh, they're, all, they're lost. Monk asks repeatedly, uh, are we lost? Are we lost? Are we lost? And uh, mm-hmm. they're lost. Yeah. Um, and they find some water. And I want to know what your opinion, what your read on this scene is. Um, it's just another one of those things where like it takes too long for like Monk to get to it. But mm-hmm. I do like that they kind of tie back the whole Sierra Springs reference mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Did not know that Sierra Springs was in uh, or was supposed to be in uh, Northern or wherever they are. I mean, what's in it? Sierra Springs is a real bottled water company. I think it's the thing but I was gonna say is I think it's I th- I don't honestly I'm torn of that to, to take it. I s- usually take it that they're lying to him that they're convincing him it's Sierra Springs so he'll drink it. But I think Sierra that's Springs what I'm off- not sure about. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you're not sure as well because I think Sierra Springs is from California. So because there is a Sierra Springs, California. Um, I feel like there's like a wait is Sierra no, no Sierra Nevada is just a beer company. Uh, Sierra, but I'm sure it's Sierra, something. I mean, Sierra Nevada is the mountain range that's in between California and Nevada. Ah, well, there you go. How, okay, how the fuck did you do not know that? <laughs> You're from California. I mean, because I don't go to those places. Like, I don't give that's a shit. Fair. Like, that's, I think I only ever true. go to, like, uh, Nevada is only, like, known to me. I've been to Reno, and that fucking sucks. Um, I've been to Vegas, obviously. I guess what I'd say, you know, I think is, I think to answer your question of how I haven't traveled is because I think that, you like. know everything there is to know about not, not, not that I, I don't, know, But I would say that. For me, like the no, the notion where you're like, I wouldn't know it because I haven't been there, is like that's so foreign to me because it's like that has nothing to do with how much I know about something. Um, and so I think that there's just like I never had. Obviously, I enjoy traveling, but I think I never had the same itch to it for it because I the things I like learning are tangible, not tangible, like the exact opposite, facts and like figures and stuff like that. And those are the type of things that you don't need to go places to get. Once again, I would still love to travel, but the reason I like to go places when I'd go on vacation and stuff like that, it would be either specific experiences or people who are there. There's not, I don't have the same, like I will, I want to travel, but I definitely feel like I don't need to travel as much as other people. I don't have any real wanderlust. Um... Anyway. You know what? Your luck, I, I understand why, and for one reason alone. It's because you live in New York City, and New York City is, like, there's That's so true, much That's true, but I also grew do. up in Florida, though. I mean, it's not, like, you That's know. true. That is yeah, true. I just think I, I just think that well, I— Well, because you, you have both extremes. You have, like, I guess so. I guess what I would say, I, I, I think that it's part of it, but I think it really is just, like, um, I don't know. Uh, I also think, and this is not going to win me any favors to anyone, truly not a fan of nature. Like, there's really no... There's that's nothing, fine. I agree. There's no... There's really no... Because, like, it's like... People have been like, do you want to go see the Grand Canyon? It's like, yes, it would be very nice to see the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to make a trip just to see the Grand Canyon because I, I just... There's, that's not enough. <laughs> Sorry. It was just terrible. It's a terrible thing to say. Anyway, this has been about me too much, more than usual. So, the, he drinks the water. It's Sierra Springs. Um, then we see Randy. He's driving on the highway. And wouldn't you know he's being followed? Um, right. And... Uh, Stahlmeier, Natalie, and Monk end up basically finding civilization, and they stumble upon 
the crime scene where uh, Martin's body was found, quote-unquote, yep. electrocuted on the lake. And I mean, it, w- it wouldn't raise any, uh, it wouldn't raise my feathers. No. And uh, the local sheriff is basically like, no, you know, the ME just checked him out and he said that the time of death was uh, last night. And they're like, it's the ice, man. It was ice. Um, right, because yeah. we saw that earlier. She was like unpacking a bunch of shit and it looked like a bunch of ice she was unpacking. Exactly. And this is where uh, the sheriff first calls the cabin they're sitting at, the FBI cabin. Um, speaking of which, Randy arrives and it's empty, so he's freaking out. Um, yeah. And then Monk Picks is, up a pair yeah. of binoculars. Yes. Monk is investigating the boat, and he says, if it's uh, with lightning, why didn't it hit the fishing rod first? Which is a good question. What's a good question? Why didn't the lightning hit the fishing rod first? Is that how... Okay. I, yes. God, that's I'm fucking, I sound so fucking stupid well, on this Well, do you not remember about the lightning rod? You know, the invention of the lightning rod. That's why houses that are tall have, like, a little metal pole sticking out of the top. No, no, no. I understand that, but I just... I never... Like so, basically, lightning only like hits metal. Like no, it, it only it hits because the fishing rod would be higher and it would be made of metal. Now I think that this is oh. I think this is not I don't think this is exact. I think that it would be poss- obviously there's a possibility that it wouldn't be that way. But I think the point is that if something is higher than his head and it's metal, it would be much more likely to be struck. But um, also it oh, oh also that it's not like burned also too. I think is another thing because if yes you, yeah uh, anyway. Um, they ask to question the wife and she's lying through her teeth. She's really bad at lying, in my opinion. Yeah, she's not the most convincing. Um, but ultimately, like, I thought it was a pretty good, uh, good, good. I mean, unfortunately for her, Monk was on witness protection because if anything else happened, she would have gotten away with it. Oh, no yeah. No questions asked. Because, mm-hmm. but Monk finds out he wasn't wearing his fishing hat and he didn't have the new lore. Um, right. Uh, yeah, and her explanation, I, I always remember this because I think I remember I said this thing the first time I was watching the episode and I was like clever for being, you know, like a nine year old. That she says, uh, when asked why he's not wearing his lucky hat, Alex, he didn't want to get it wet. And I immediately was like, if you're, what's the hell's the point of wearing a hat? <laughs> you wear a hat. I mean, yeah. yeah, you get you wear it to like stop the rain from hitting your fucking head. Like, yeah. it's very simple. I, I, I just, I, mm-hmm. same thing. It stuck out to me. No, of course she's no. It's no. The thing is, that's I like that it's because it's a lie. So like, I don't mind that it, she got it wrong. But um, right. Anyway, uh, so they ask if he has a life insurance policy, and she says maybe. And then Natalie points out that it could be one that you get double if it's an act of God. Um, and before they can go any further, another knock at the door. It's Randall Lisher. Yep. Monk is in danger. Scene. He shows yep. the fortune cookie, and what's the problem? Uh, it appears those fortune cookies have been made by hand, judging mm-hmm. from the way that it's cut and the edges or whatever. Like, they were cut by scissor. Mm-hmm. Speaking of inserting fortune, I want to wait till the end of this. Fun fact about the Christie family. Uh, my father, one George Christie, actually proposed to my mother by making a oh, fortune. Uh, oh, this is, uh, this is by my father, who, you know, uh-huh. he, he they got Chinese food. But apparently, uh, what he said is that he learned that if you put a fortune cookie in the microwave for a little bit, you can separate it enough so you can replace it, and then you'll put it back. Um, really? Yeah, and that's how he proposed to my mother. Um, if that's not a real love story, I don't know what is. Um, and that's how I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and that is the... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, and so, 
as they're realizing that this is made by hand, so a sniper starts shooting. Um, Not just one, bro. Yeah, sorry, two snipers. Yeah. It, it's they got they got two guns, one for each monk. Um, yep. And uh, so monk, everybody takes yeah. cover. Yeah. And Monk notices that a plug is burnt out. And then we get... You don't have to do all of this because it's chaotic. But the scene yeah. we mentioned earlier where both Randy and Monk explain what happened. You just need to hit the basic beats. Yeah, okay. So two things happened. One, Mrs. Willisby was going to kill her husband. So she electrocuted him in order to, like, you know... For it to, like, go with the fact that, like, he could have been struck by lightning. So she would have gotten double the amount of money or something like that. Um, so you end up seeing like the scene of her setting it up, which was actually pretty brilliant. Like she ends up like mm-hmm. getting a blowtorch and like making like burn marks around the fishing pole or no, right? It was around the fishing pole? Yeah, no, on the fishing boat. Oh, on the boat, which, you know, faux pas by her. Um, and then, so in order, like she needed to keep the time of death more or less around the time of mm-hmm. whatever, uh, of the lightning strike. So she killed him first, then she put his body on ice. And then later on, she sent the body to the into the lake and to get struck by lightning or whatever the fuck. Or I guess it never got struck by lightning. Is that no? It didn't. Word? No, no, no. It didn't. Okay, it never did. But it looked like it did. Well, yeah. So that's if that. you're unless you do a full autopsy, you see someone got electrocuted. It was a uh, you know rainy thunderous day. You know why yeah. not? Yeah. And so that's that for that part. And then like the the whole Disher murder thing. Uh, basically, it was a setup. Uh, we find out that ha- Haley was her name. Yep. Yeah, Haley basically was. She was. Uh, you know, it was an inside job, or not an inside job, but she was set up to like meet mm-hmm. this guy, and, at the bar, and to basically woo him to eventually, um, you know, lead to to the to to where Monk is being held because he witnessed uh, Tommy win mm-hmm. or Jimmy win or I forgot what his name was. Um, and and yeah, so like the fortune cookies were fabricated in order to make him think that they were real, and th- and then the last one was to eventually lead to mm. where Monk was, and I think that's it. Yep. Okay. And uh, surprisingly enough, Grooms comes through in the clutch, and he yep. shoots one of the snipers, and that gives Stalmar yep. the opportunity to shoot the other one. Yeah, Sodomire kind of saves Grooms. Like, it mm-hmm. seems that way, yep. but, like, it's not really... No one even mentions it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he basically stops him from getting shot. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, both and of then the, the wife, assassins are out. The wife of the murderer... Excuse me, the wife of the murder victim. I forget her name. Um, she, who... Mrs. Unexpected, has the worst day she, in her life. She's getting arrested for murder, and she got randomly caught up in a shootout that had nothing to do with her. Um, right. She asks it over, and the sheriff goes... Oh, not for you. Uh, I'm an adorable full autopsy. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, Death yeah. does follow Monk everywhere he goes. It does. But Natalie, in the ending bit, has a realization. What's that? You tell me. Okay. It's not bad karma. It's good karma because the people get murdered around him, so he can solve it. So he can put the bad guys away, which is a nice realization. Um. And yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it yeah, does. Okay. It doesn't. It's whatever. Uh, People got... still die. That's true. Yeah, I think her point is that they're gonna get murdered anyway. the The thing that is fate oh, is not that coming, they get. Huh? No, the thing that's fate is not that they get murdered. It's that they, that monk happens to be there. Um. Anyway, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh. But yeah. she tells monk that he'll bu- she'll buy him a wife because he has nature all over him. Anyway. Uh. What would you give this episode out of ten? So I ended up at an eight. Um. I didn't like the first half, like mm-hmm. we said, and then the second half was great. 
So. Yeah, I I got an eight as well. Um, yeah, same. I feel exactly the same way. I think that uh, I think it's a very interesting episode the way it's structured because there's a lot of, so much more time away from Monk than usual because um, the Randy plot line. Um, uh, yeah. Poor Randy. Um, uh, yeah, I just like I feel so bad for him. All these girls, well, except for Crystal Smith, we don't know how that ended, but no. it just made me sad. For yeah, him. you know, he just he he can't catch a break. Um, yeah. And uh, I hate a uh, spoiler alert that continues to happen throughout the rest of the show. <laughs> um, I know, I know, I know. Uh, anyway, for the rest of our show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and every other place you can get podcasts. Follow the show at Strictly Monk and Andre, where people follow you. You could follow me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the J Christie. Uh, like I said, rate, review, subscribe. Um, we're going to keep going. We're going to try to get. Uh, some more guests and stuff like that from the world of the monk or otherwise, um, you know, because there's just things are the world's in tumult in a lot of ways, and if anything can be consistent, it can be monkin. You know what I mean? We need to bring everybody together. We can bring everyone together around monk. Um, yeah, except for people who don't like monk. That's the one group of people we can't bring together. But they're not listening, so uh, yeah, share the show with anyone uh, who is a fan of the Tony Shalhoub show, Monk. Jeez, man, I'm really just talking in circles now. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit distracted because, you know, I keep getting alerts on my Twitter on Twitter about elections and stuff like that. It's it's a yeah, word of advice. Don't record stuff. a podcast as uh, democracies in the in the balance. Don't just generally a bad idea. Um, especially when you when you're like I did one earlier, the Marvel Cinematic University podcast, where I was one of three people, and so I had a lot more time where I could look at my phone. <laughs> anyway, was it you? Was it you, Jerome and AC? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, tune in uh, on. I, I didn't have my voice. <clears throat> and no matter what happens, though, tune in next Tuesday as we talk. Mr. Monk gets stuck in traffic. God, I can relate to this. But uh, yeah, let's get monkey, guys. Monkey.